Marvel fans, and welcome to What's New in Marvel Unlimited, where we take a look at the comics new to the Marvel Unlimited app. As always, there's a great selection of interesting stuff to take a look at. We've done our reading, and now we're here to help you navigate the vast chronicles of comics within the Marvel Unlimited app. Hey, welcome back to What's New in Marvel Unlimited. This is Dan. This week again, my daughter Sienna and I are looking at which Marvel comics are releasing digitally on Marvel Unlimited. So, if you've got Marvel Unlimited or you're interested in starting, for this week we are focusing on the comics that came out between February 18th and February 24th mm -hmm. of 2024. So, a quick overview of the week. We have 30 total new items. Five of those are Infinity Comics and 24 are regular monthly issues, and there are six first issues this time, which is more than usual. And then there's one back issue of What If number 108 from 1998. And there's a ton of old Spider-Woman comics from this week mm -hmm. that came out later in the week, so they weren't included in the initial yeah. what was released. Yep. During the, like on Monday when we normally start looking at it and making our list, there was only the one. And then mm -hmm. by now when we're recording on Thursday, uh, because we're recording a little later than we used to, we're probably going to be doing this um, recording later in the week simply because Sienna has been reading more of the comics than I actually thought she'd be able to, but she needs a little more time to do that. I'm in so, school, guys. Yeah. I've got things to do. She's got things to do. So, such is the way. But uh, but so yeah, we read a bunch of comics, and uh, it's time to time to visit about them a little bit. So, first off, Infinity Comics. Mm-hmm. There are five of them. So there's Alligator Loki, Avengers United, Marvel's Voices, Spider-Man Unlimited, and X-Men Unlimited, which are like the usual five that always come out. Yep, those seem to be the five standard. There are none of the Ms. Marvels or Ultimate or Gods books or mm -hmm. any of those ones that they're doing as dual releases. So this week, as far as Infinity Comics, it's just your standard ones that are out there. Yep. Uh, which, hey, that's, a, that's still a pretty decent pile. There's five of them. Yeah, I think these ones are probably, like, the most, like, I don't know what the word is, like, consistent. Like, you mm -hmm. keep up with them and they're, like, good stories and they're not super confusing. So that's probably why they're the ones that are released every yep. week. Because they're easy to follow. And a little anchor for the, yeah. for the app. Yep. So, and then outside of that... Man, was there a lot of new stuff this week. Yeah. 24 regular issues is, I believe, the largest number that we've seen since we started and doing the podcast. And six first issues is kind of crazy. That is a lot as well. And they are, they're not all like ongoing series or anything like yeah. that. But yeah, there's a lot of number ones in here. So, so let's, let's talk about some of those. What, uh, what were the, what were the new things that came out this week? And uh, which ones maybe did you read and what did you think of them? So should I just read all of the names and then we talk about them later or what? Um, I would say just just go through like, say like Alien number one. I didn't read that one. Did you read that? And I was like, yeah. Okay. So first we have Alien number one, which I didn't read because I actually didn't realize it was a first issue. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of like scared because I was like, that looks confusing. Mm -hmm. Was it confusing? Well... You need a lot of backstory from the Aliens movies and yeah. everything. So yes, if you're just dropped in, they don't explain the Xenomorphs. They don't explain all of these, like, you know, ships that are downed or any of the backstory behind the corporate stuff going mm -hmm. on. So it would have been kind of the uh, the deep end. 
Uh, there was an Alien series a little while ago as well, so yeah, that's why you probably mm. thought it was... It wasn't particularly confusing for me. It is another of those where... everyone read everything. Yes, but every time when I read an Alien book, I'm like, why are the people continuing to be so stupid? Because part of the reason why they keep getting eaten by aliens is because they keep going and finding the aliens and thinking that somehow they're going to use them to their advantage somehow. So they're always Love looking for game. specimens of the creatures that can eat and destroy human beings. Okay. Nonsense. Yeah. But in any case, it was, it was okay. It was a decent start. That's a three-issue miniseries. Mm. So. Okay. So then we had Deadpool 7 Slaughters, number one. Long book. Yeah. I was I was excited because I was like, oh, it's Deadpool. And then I, I opened it and I was like, oh, 70 pages. Yeah. It's like a number of different stories, seven different stories. That's kind of what I assumed. Told by different authors, different, I mean, drawn mm. by different artists. All of them are sort of similar in that Deadpool is very, it is very adolescent male, right? <laughs> there are, there are a lot of sort of, you know, goofy puns. There's a lot of bad jokes. There's a lot of really attractive women who are inexplicably, like, you know, interested in Deadpool and there are a ton of dead people because folks are getting slaughtered left and right. Oh, seven slaughters, really? More like 70 or One seven, for each page. 700. Yeah, it's uh it's probably closer to 700. Anyways, but it was it was fun. I I liked it. If you if you like Deadpool, it's going to be exactly what's advertised. Okay. And that it was a one-shot. So there's okay. there's no more coming of that in that Okay, and then we had two Star Wars first issues, Star Wars Return of the Jedi, and then Star Wars Visions. Yep, the Star Wars Jedi is a 40th anniversary sort of mm -hmm. celebration thing. It's weird because it's actually the story of the Return of the Jedi movie mm -hmm. told entirely through comic book hovers. Oh. So Marvel's been doing, you know... A, has been doing Star Wars books for a long time and a lot of books that are set within the continuity of the Star Wars, the main Star Wars films. And so because of that, they actually have a single cover artist who has done enough Star Wars stuff that they can basically retell the entire story through his covers. The guy's name is Chris Sprouse. He does really, really beautiful artwork. I mean, the stuff is is just movie poster good. Mm -hmm. But it is a little weird. You obviously have to know the story. Yeah. Because you're getting basically four mm. frames out of a two-hour movie, and you have to reconstruct yeah. the rest in your head. So. But it was, it was a nice to flip through. This would not be the sort of thing where if it was on the, the stands, I would probably buy it. But it was entertaining enough to just sort of flip through. Yeah. And then the second one is a Star Wars Visions by Peach Momoko. Mm-hmm. Peach is a really good artist, mm -hmm. does some fantastic cover work, all sorts of things. This was written, drawn, and colored by her. Looks fantastic. There are no words. And to be quite frank, I would not have known what happened in the comic if there wasn't a little blurb at the front that told me what was going on and what I was going to read. Yeah. So, so neither of the Star Wars first issues had any words. They did not. That's kind of weird. They uh, The 40th edition or 40th anniversary one at the bottom, it had a little caption line that said yeah. this is what's happening in this one you know like 
Darth Vader is fighting against Luke Skywalker or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, there's no no captions, no story, uh, bubbles, anything like that in any of them. So, but it was the the Peach Momoko one. If you like Peach's art, it's going to be you know beautiful to look at. But the story uh, makes perfect sense once you've got the caption to kind of tell you what's yeah. going on. Okay, and then we had Superior Spider-Man number one, which I did sure. read. Yep. Because that's like a horror one. And that's actually Not a follow-up on the Superior Spider-Man book that we read a little while ago. Yeah. That was the one where he let the woman out. Yeah. Who then's going after Spider-Man in the I was kind of confused that it was a number one, actually, because I was like, I read something about this before, so why is it a number one? So then they can get two number ones. But why? Because then they can get two number ones. For some reason, the way that comic stores work now is people buy number ones in massive quantities, and then every issue after that sells progressively less, even if the story is still great. Mm -hmm. So the comic companies have decided that instead of trying to change that behavior, they ramp into it by having a lot of number one issues with a lot of different alternate covers and everything, and then the books get canceled and then started again, which is why... Again, we see a few comic yeah. books, you know, like Red Goblin here, made it to issue number 10, and now they're canceling it. And there may well be another Red Goblin in, in a couple months, but it got a ways along, they'll cancel it, now they'll be able to get a new number one out of it. Hmm. So, but yeah, so this really is Superior Spider-Man number two. Yeah. Technically. Because I was like, I feel like I know this story. And I was like, because mm -hmm. this lady is going after him, and I was like, I know this I know this this villain. Yep. Where'd she come from? And then I remembered. Well, I didn't remember. They showed me. But they did show you. But yeah, so it's it's a basically like an extension. Yeah. I, I did think it was good. Um, I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's gonna be a little weird. I was not collecting during the original Superior Spider-Man when you had the whole Doc Ock is Peter yeah. Parker thing. How did it even happen? I don't really. I don't remember. I, don't explain yeah it's a big story there's okay. a lot going on but he ended up taking over peter parker's body and so you had doc ock in peter parker's yeah. body and he he then decided somehow to turn good and he actually was spider-man only with his doc ock he kind of twist yeah i don't know again i was busy raising children when a lot of this stuff happened so i missed some of it because hmm. you guys I that's not my fault. Probably guys. Ben's fault. So, um, but in any case, it's interesting stuff. I'm I'm liking. It. I think these are going to be fun books. So, Superior Spider-Man. I'm kind of looking forward to uh, to continuing mm -hmm. on. With. And then the last number one is Carnage, which I was really interested in, and I liked it a lot. Um, because I was like, at the beginning, I was like, isn't this like a Venom-related thing? Cause, and I was reading, I was like, this is, like, really similar to Venom, isn't it? So, Venom and Carnage. Because that's what I thought, for a long time, I thought they were the same thing. Mm. But, because everyone kind of referred to them. Like, whenever I heard about them, I heard about them together. So I was just like, oh, it's the same thing. I thought that Carnage was, like, a Venom movie. Just, like, the name of it. But no, it's, it's not. <laughs> no, you actually had Spider-Man came back in the black costume, and then that kind of led to Venom, and then that led to Carnage. Mm -hmm. The big difference is Venom is black and Carnage is red. Yeah. So. Yeah. And there's obviously story differences between mm -hmm. them as well, but in terms of visuals. So a bunch of other books this week. 
We had Alpha Flight number four. It was good stuff. Um, I'm enjoying those. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying them partly because I'm old, and it's a story that basically is continued from the 1980s and 90s. Wow. So, why not? And then there was Astonishing Iceman number four. Um, I looked at it. I thought, like... I was like, Iceman, that kind of sounds cool. But it was number four, and I'd never heard of the character, and I was like, I am not going to read those. It's one of the core early members of the X-Men. He's been around forever. Yeah. But, again, he's not a usually a standalone hero. He has his own miniseries every once in a while. All I can think about when I hear Iceman is Frozone from The Incredibles. Same guy. Yeah. Just uh, just different world. So. Yeah. But, yeah, he... He makes he makes his ice slides and he does his ice mm -hmm. and whatever. He he actually now though is actually turning to ice and ends up melting. So he's oh. kind of in danger of just sort of dying. Yeah. He's actually more like the snowman from Frozen now than Olaf. he is. Olaf. <laughs> he needs his little flurry cloud. <laughs> there you go. So then we have Blade. Uh do you read Blade this yeah. month? Yeah. Um, is this, this isn't the last one. There's like nope. a, there's another one after this. Yep, I was I had to remind myself of the story because I read them all like at once um but i think this story is actually really cool but i'm like and it's leading into yeah. the big summer event from jed mckay oh, yeah, because the vampire it's all the vampire thing yeah so blade and a lot of this stuff is going to be very big here uh it's got kind of a, a constantine vibe now where suddenly we've got friends who are cursed and everything else and so yeah. we'll see how it goes possession mm -hmm. and everyone's like going insane yeah oh no stuff. really bad and i keep forgetting dr strange is in this mm -hmm. yeah he's been in a lot of stuff yeah he's, he's been like everything he's everywhere his, always got an opinion on everything so we had cap wolf from the howling commandos so that's i also read that yeah because that i was like that's just kind of i thought it was kind of like a goofy thing because i don't it's i don't think it's like a, as serious because it's literally captain america as a werewolf i would say you're correct so yeah but he's fighting nazi werewolves yep. so that's pretty cool kind of ramp up the werewolves so yeah we're, uh, we're getting all sorts of interesting monster-related stuff going on. So we've had zombies, and we've had vampires, and we have werewolves. Everything. Mm -hmm. Monsters yeah. all over the place. And yeah. then... What else did we see? We had Children of the Vault number four. That ended that miniseries, and that was... That was okay. It, it's weird, because there's so many things going on right now. I mm -hmm. think between the Avengers... And this, and Fantastic Four, and all the stuff going on with Orcus. It appears that the planet Earth has been in danger of being evaporated no less than five times in the last two months in various different comic books. What? Come up with a different threat. I don't know. Yeah, it, it just seems like everything does not have to be the stakes of the world is going to end. You don't have to but. evaporate the world actually guys well sometimes it's aliens taking over sometimes it's you know two worlds a dinosaur world and ours merging into one because they're coming into sync sometimes it's vampires sometimes it's there's just so many things happening okay be very very well i mean when you would like, never sleep living in the marvel yeah universe. when there's like giant groups of heroes that they have to write about no. they can't really i feel like it has to be some like major threat for them to be 
called into can action. They, can they never just save a cat? Just, just for the heck of it. But in, such is the way. Yeah. All right. Um, and then we had Daredevil number three, mm -hmm. which I read as well because I like Daredevil. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah. That's, that's think, been good stuff. I do think it's really kind of goofy that he's a like a priest. Yes. It has I think been it's kind of funny. But I also think he's kind of cutie for it. I didn't like the 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 part where he where he was uh, like upset and then he went like uh, going to oh. kill people and then the other guy was like, "Hey, um there were children here that you need to take care of." And he was like, I I know I should be there, but I want to kill people. Yeah. Okay. Daredevil's always had anger issues. Things things go bad. So comes with being the, the leader of ninja clans for too long, probably. Yeah. So other things, Dark X-Men, uh, Ghost Rider, Immortal Thor. You read the Thor book this week? Yeah. One? Yeah. So that was... I again had to remind myself what happened. But when I saw the giant, like thunder god guy i was like oh. oh that's what was happening bringing everybody else back in there actually was a book called Thorcor back in the day so like he's reassembling that cool so yeah there was it was not around for a long time but that was a thing a bunch of thors so in this one again we have a bunch of thors um if you enjoyed the uh the aurora storm as thor from back in the x-men annual and the like uh, that is that is brought back so a bunch of things there Jean Grey miniseries finished. That was one of those all-in-her-head things where she's got to come to terms with who she is and and what, what she's done in her past. Um, another one that probably you'd be kind of lost in if you just wandered into it. How many of these are like X-Men things? <laughs> Alpha Flight, Astonishing Iceman, Children of the Vault, Dark X-Men, Jean Grey... That would be them. Yeah. It's not that bad. So it's like X-Men, and then most of it is also Star Wars. A lot of Star so, Wars. So a lot of stuff that I don't read. And the Star Wars, that's still plugging through that um, that metal crossover. Dr. Aphra, um, and then Dark Droids. And then there was also a Mandalorian Season 2 book, which again is recapping mm -hmm. the, the TV show. So all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, Uncanny Avengers this week was good as well. So... Yeah. So what was your favorite book this week? I would say that my favorite was probably either Carnage or Spine Tingling Spider-Man because they were both kind of in that horror genre. And I, I think that a lot of horror art is actually really cool, especially in Spine Tingling Spider-Man. The way they draw like the monsters and stuff hmm. is really, it's kind of spooky, but and it's kind of weird and kind of gross, but in like a good way. All right, well, let's talk about that one a little bit then, because that is one we didn't talk about. Yeah. talked a little bit about Carnage already. It's actually written by writer i really been enjoying a lot of stuff by, Solid Naman. Uh, Juan Freya is the artist. He's doing the, essentially, the uh, pencils and inks. It looks like it's digital art, so it's probably just a di you know digital art all sort of combined in. Uh, he's doing the, the coloring as well. And then Joe Caramagna as letterer. So, mm. cool stuff. But uh, I, I think the art in it is really pretty cool. Some of the things they do and some yeah. of the design stuff. What was it the scariness about it that you liked? Or what was it that really entertained you about this? I think it's kind of... I just like the horror aspect of it because I like I like the superheroes. Especially I like Spider-Man. And so I'm like, 
Spider-Man combined with a horror aspect is like really cool, especially the end, like what you're looking at right now. This yeah. stuff was really cool to me. It's pretty messed up. Yeah, but... it's yeah, not good. <laughs> Nothing good is happening. But Nothing good is happening, but it is it is truly like a horror book. It's yeah. really well written, really well illustrated. Yeah, but... the story is really cool too. It's kind of like I don't know what's happening to him, but I don't think we're really supposed to know what's happening to him right now because he doesn't know either. No, it's not done yet. I think it's yeah. issues or something. And uh, this would be one you and I would choose to disagree on a little bit, where I would be like, "That's kind of gross for me." Yeah, because so. I'm like, I was talking about how like even the the way they draw the monsters and like the the ticket mm -hmm. guy is kind of weird and gross, and I kind of hate him, but I also really like him. Well, and there's like panels where he's in a like a I don't know. A, freight car with body pieces yeah it's like a meat from... storage but it's yeah, I'm not, liking, not liking it <laughs> so interesting interesting but so that's that would be your pick for the week mm -hmm. for me i have to go with fantastic four i absolutely loved this week's fantastic four it was i mean kind of ridiculous because the whole idea is the last two issues 12 and now 13 have been essentially the Fantastic Four from our Earth and the Fantastic Four from an Earth where dinosaurs remained the dominant species but everything else remained the same ended up switching into each other's realities. And then it turns out the reason everything was so close is that the realities, like like the, the two planets were coming into synchronization and so they were going to merge and then everything was going to blow up. So oh my God. Reed decides to try and save it, both you know, Tyrannosaurus Rex Reed and, or, uh, he's not a, like a Spinosaur or something. So they, they're dinosaurs? They're actual dinosaurs. So like, there's no people, they're dinosaurs. On the other planet, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's just dinosaurs in the world now. Yes. So like, like on the, on that planet, it's always just been dinosaurs. But they like, can they like talk and like yeah. do things? They're the Fantastic Four. There's a Doctor Doom, and he's got the mask over his Tyrannosaurus Rex face and everything. So, is it, um, is there, like, cities, or are they just, yeah. like, in the jungle? It's exactly the same as, like, Iron Man is a dinosaur who's got a big iron suit. How are they not, like, how do they... It's best not to think about it too much. <laughs> but, but in, in any case, it's fantastic. Because they've got the same families and everything. And right now, in the, in the storyline... The thing's kids are actually in a weird pocket dimension for like a year and they're not going to be back for a while. But the dinosaur kids were there. So we got to hug his dinosaur children, even oh, though he can't see his own kids. kids. So, and they were all like, hey, dad, how's it going? You don't look like our dad, but you must be him. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> hug it out. You're close enough. So it was, it was kind of crazy. But yeah. So those are written by Ryan North. He's doing fantastic stuff. Iban Kealo was the penciler probably killed that uh that name uh as far as pronouncing it jesus ebertoff uh coloring and then jova karamaja again on the letters so really really good stuff but yeah i would i would highly recommend checking that out because how can you not again it's the comic book that's got dr doom riding a dinosaur who's also dr doom so there you go. 
So as far as a lot of the jumping on points and lot, we've kind of talked about those. Um, Star Wars Visions, Return of the Jedi, are one-shots. Aliens, a limited series that's just starting. And Carnage and Superior Spider-Man are new ongoings. Mm -hmm. So any of those would be options. And there were a few bingeable series that were ending this week. And those were Children of the Vault ends with number four. And Jean Grey also ends with number four. And then Red Goblin ended with number ten. So any of those, if you were waiting for them to finish up to read, now would be the time. I think that's really about all we had for this mm -hmm. week. Interesting week of comics. Good yeah. stuff. So, uh, again, our recommendations are Fantastic Four and Spine-Tingling Spider-Man. So check them out. Let us know what you think. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week for another look at what's new in the world of Marvel Unlimited. And we'd love to hear from you. Email us at unlimitedanswers at comicsovertime.com or find us on Instagram or Blue Sky at comicsovertime. And make sure to subscribe now in order to get our weekly look at what's new on the Marvel Unlimited app. You can find us anywhere fine podcasts are available, including iTunes, Google, Amazon, Spotify, and our hosting platform, Podbean. Absolutely. Been great visiting with you, Sienna. And we will see all of you folks out there on the internet next week. Bye.